Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. How many times have you heard this expression? I feel like it's been around for years. And right before I popped on today, I actually went on Google and typed the expression. And I saw that a bunch of people have written on the topic, psychologists, normal people, whatever that means, bloggers, And I really only looked for a few minutes, but they were talking about the quote unquote danger of this phrase, because sometimes there is a healthy fear that comes from doing something that would be good for you, but it's scary. So that's not what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to entertain you with this. I'm going to give you some food for thought. We're going to talk about my recent experiences of if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. It just landed so differently for me this past week and I wanted to share. So I'm teaching the course Athena and we had Jen Norlin, who's a human design expert. She has been on the podcast in the past, probably two times. I love her. And she's amazing. Anyway, she has had the most incredible manifestation happen in her life. And I'm going to shorten this story, but the bottom line is pretty freaking amazing. So she was in corporate America as an engineer. She left her career in engineering became a human design expert. I'm expediting all this, right? Life is in the details, but I'm expediting this just to get to what I want to share. And she said that she's had to return or she has chosen to return to engineering, to the corporate environment two times. But this time she was like, I want to be a human design expert. And I have seen her hold on to her vision of what she wants in her life, even when things haven't been easy. And if you're into human design, there's this thing in your chart that's called a Chiron return. I don't even know what it means, but let me tell you, my Chiron returned in May or July, I think July. And that was when my wisdom was supposed to drop and I was going to be like the wise woman. And I was so looking forward to it to like it being like a party. And I'm like, yeah, my Chiron is supposed to return. I'm so excited. Oh my Lord. It kicked my freaking butt. I just felt like, I don't know. I just felt like I got my ass handed to me emotionally, all these memories and dreams. And I've only recently gotten into astrology, but apparently Seven planets have been in retrograde and that actually does something. I can attest to you out of nowhere. It felt like all of a sudden I was processing really, really old stuff. And once my Chiron returned, things just sort of shifted and I just feel pretty darn amazing. 
And so what is supposed to happen once your Chiron returns and you enter into the third phase of your life, which is called when you're off the roof, so then you have integrated wisdom, then you are like the wise person. So I am a 6'2 generator and so is Jen. Anyway, I have seen Jen hold fast to her vision that no matter what ass whooping she got, I've said ass like 10 times already, I just so saw her hold steady to that vision and I was just, I'm so impressed because in business, a lot of people quit prematurely because they don't see the fruits of the labor or the way that they think it's supposed to turn out. And I just saw Jen, I talked to her pretty often, never complain, never waver. So I invited her to visit my course, Athena, and speak to the women in the group about energy as it relates to human design, how to follow the energy. Because of course we can quote unquote manage our time and we can schedule and we can time block and we can get rid of the energy leaks. But the truth is that when you are, as Abraham Hicks says, tapped in and turned on, tuned in, tapped in and turned on, you will find energy. It just comes out of nowhere and you're able to do the things that you want to do. Of course, you have to be mindful of the energy. Of course, of course. Anyway, so I called Jen and I wanted to fill her in on what my vision was for the class that she was going to, the training that she was going to lead. And she blew me away. She decided that she was going to, with her kids gone, she was going to pack up her house, sell it, take the dogs with her and embark on this incredible journey with water project and engineering. Okay, so she was going to go and get some sponsorship from a company and ask for $500,000 to support her on this mission, because I would definitely call it a mission. You guys, not only did the company say yes, they said, we're going to 10x that. We're going to give you $5 million. And then they came back and then they said that they're going to make it like a $50 million deal. On top of that, they gave her a multiple six-figure salary. And on top of that, they gave her something else where she owns the company. So she'll be able to draw a salary from her own company. And then of course she has the profits of the company. Like my brain was absolutely blown. And as we were talking, I was like screaming. I wasn't down a highway. I was down a beautiful meadowy road. I was screaming and crying of joy. And she said, this was all because I followed my sacral, yes, oh, I just got goosebumps. It was all because I never wavered from my mission. I said, Jen, were you ever doubtful? She said, no, I never wavered. I was always steady, even when things didn't seem like they were gonna work out, like how powerful. So she came on to Athena, she was a guest, and she said, if it wasn't a hell yes, then it was a hell no. 
And again, I have heard this expression a gazillion times. And this time, it just hit me so hard in the best way possible. It was one of those moments when the birds sing, the sky's open, you see the light. And I was like, holy moly. Still at this point in my journey, I have still been saying yes to things that are a hell no. Well, let me explain it. Let me take you through the process because I think that you'll be able to experience the same thing that I experienced. So when something's a hell yes, it's a hell yes. Like, hell yeah. Okay? So I'll give you an example, which is unrelated to a hell yes, but it's it's similar. So we were watching this show about alpha males and beta males, okay? My husband is very much an alpha male. And I was like, okay, well, it's very clear that my husband is an alpha male. He's just an alpha male. Like, it's so freaking clear. That's a hell yes. He just is. Okay? To me, it's also clear that I'm an alpha female. He gave me a weird look when I said that. But I do believe that I'm an alpha female. And I said, you know, is someone so an alpha male? And he goes, are you kidding me? I was like, no, because he's not feminine, right? Like, and he was like, but that, you don't have to be feminine. So he's like, why are you even asking? Like the fact that you're asking if this person is an alpha male, that means that it's not a hell yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, he didn't even know about the discussion that I had had, or it wasn't a discussion, but the the incident with Jen in the class that if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I was like, oh, like a lion in the jungle, we don't actually ever doubt that the lion is the king of the jungle. Like it is, because it's clear it's a hell yes. So I was supposed to attend an event and my body was a no. Like everything in my body was a no. If you're not into human design by now, you're gonna stop this scroll and then go download your chart. You can get a free chart online and then you can also go through Jen and it's also free. But generators and manifesting generators, their sacral gets lit up and it's like your solar plexus and your belly. It's like somebody lights a match. And projectors, that's a different design type, they get like a little hit. It's like a hit of intuition. I've asked what this feels like and someone said that it feels like, you know when you see a cat and it just knows that it's gonna like jump and then it jumps? That's what I've heard that it feels like to be a projector and to get your hit of intuition. I'm not a projector. For me, it's like literally someone, not literally obviously, but it feels like somebody is lighting a match in my body and then I just get lit up and I'm like my generator gets turned on. That's how I know if something is a hell yes for me. And so regarding this event, I kept going back and forth with my brain, with my mind, thinking I should go. I mean, I, you know, it would look good if I go, if I went, but I don't really want to go. And I actually decided not to go because my body was a no. There was no part of me that wanted to be around so many people. And I realized I had relationships like I've had, but less now, but there are still certain areas of my life 
where I'm saying yes out of obligation. And if it's not a hell yes, duh, then it's a hell no. How do you know if it's not a hell yes? Because it looks like this. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Oh, maybe I should. I don't know. Should I? Uh, like, yeah, like, no, that doesn't sound like a hell yes to me. That sounds like indecision to me. That sounds like you don't really want to go. Now we can talk about, well, sometimes we have to do things. Like sometimes in the evening, I'm tired and I don't really feel like feeding the dogs, right? I'm not going to starve them. I'm a good dog, mommy. So, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't want to get up and I have to feed everyone. I have to let everyone outside and I'm really tired. I'd really rather just rest, but I love them. So I'm going to do it, even though it's not a hell yes, I feel like getting up and washing the plates and doing the things and feeding everyone and taking everyone outside. So I understand what people writing these articles, when I Googled them, what they're talking about, that like, it could be really dangerous if you're like, well, if it's not a hell yes, I'm not going to do it. Like, oh, I don't feel like going to work today. So I'm not going to go to work today. And then, you know, you can neglect all these things that actually have to get done but I would say that if you are consistently, well, I would say several things. Number one, if you are consistently, if you feel that way about your work, like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, something needs to change. So is there something that you can do so that you feel differently about your work or you feel differently about your relationship? I don't know who to give credit to this. But for this, but uh, someone said, I think it was maybe Andrea Crowder. I don't remember who it was. Someone was talking about someone and they were saying, can you change my partner? And the therapist said, no, but I can help you see your partner differently. And that is what I'm talking about. And as I said that, I thought about, there's this great book by Dr. Phil. Yes, like the Dr. Phil, it's called Relationship Rescue. And it talks about, changing yourself like a lot of times we want to change our partner and we think that it's the partner that's the problem but a lot of times what happens is that you go from or people go from relationship to relationship and they repeat the same patterns and so it is really a question of i don't want to say fixing ourselves but changing our perspective because we change our perspective everything changes. Dr. Wayne Dyer said, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you, oh, the things that look at you change. I think you understand what I'm saying. And I'm okay with my imperfection right now. When we change our perspective, the things looking back at us change, like it changes everything. And so if something in your life is not a hell yes, the way that I'm seeing it for my own life, is either I'm not freaking doing it. Like, hey, do you want to go for coffee? And I don't feel like going for coffee. Then I'm going to say no. I was so proud of myself because with this event, actually two or three of my friends sent me a message like, hey, I can't wait to see you today. And I was so proud of myself because I didn't feel like I needed to, in the past I would have, I didn't feel like I needed to explain and justify. I just said, I won't make it, but you have fun, period. 
full stop, end of sentence, no justification, because it wasn't a hell yes for me. So where in your life are you repeating this pattern where you keep saying yes to things that really maybe you've outgrown? Really, it's time to let go of. So I was also part of this group. It was, it was a new group that I was a part of and I had paid for it. And there was just something that didn't feel like a hell yes for me. And at first I was a little bit like, oh, I feel bad telling the person that I don't want to be a part of this thing because I had just signed up, but I, I listened to some of the stuff. I did some of the work and I was like, it's not a hell yes. And if it's not a hell yes for me, it meant that staying on board was taking my precious energy. It was taking from my precious energy and I needed to cut that cord because my energy would be restored. The same thing happened with a relationship pretty recently, just like a, you know, an acquaintance. And I'm like, this is not fruitful in any way. And then I just let go. And I really just have been feeling so much freer. It's really amazing. So at the same time, I am responsible. At the same time, I understand that there are some things that you have to do that are not always pleasant, like flossing your teeth, right? I actually like feeding the doggies. And every time I do feed the doggies, but I'm not lying. Sometimes I am tired and I don't feel like feeding them. But whenever I give them their food, I'm like, here you go. And I put the plate and I tell them that I love them. But that's probably mom guilt, dog mom guilt, right? But no, and maybe not, you know, because I could be like, here, let's get this over with. And then, you know, then I could like go and enjoy the rest of my day. Like, I'm not that big of an asshole at all. No, not at all. But if there's something that needs to be done, can we do it in a way that brings us pleasure or at least can we shift our perspective so that we are not miserable? So tomorrow I have a session with a rapid resolution therapy therapist because there's an issue that I want to work with on regarding my nervous system. I'll tell you about it a different day. I'm really excited about it. And in rapid resolution therapy, there's this whole idea of, is it useful if I do something that I don't really feel like doing, the way that you get yourself to do this thing is to ask yourself, like, will it feel good to have done? And I know this, I think I've mentioned Andrea twice. I'm taking one of her courses, Andrea Crowder. I'm taking one of her courses called The Pleasure Model. I can link it below. It's so good. And that got me thinking about like, okay, well, yeah, there are some things I don't feel like doing. Like I'm a neat freak a little bit. So I cannot stand seeing clothing all over the place in the laundry room. Do I feel like organizing stuff? Do I feel like mopping every day? No, but it will feel great to have done it. And so I can change my perspective and enjoy doing it because I know it's going to feel good to have done it. So there is that. And I am someone that 
embraces the fear. Like I love trying new things. I, if anything, I'm impulsive, right? Like I'm like, yes, I want to do it. Yes. Because it's a held yes. But just for the record, I mean, I think I've stated it sufficiently that no, I'm not for one second saying that you should be irresponsible, that you should neglect your duties. I am saying find a way to do things if you have to do them, if they have to be done, that fit who you are and that are enjoyable. This is my relationship with social media. I started the year and I'm looking at my vision board right now and I was like, okay, how can I make social media fun? Because it was such a chore for me. And now it's not like now I'm having so much fun. Now I'm having so much fun connecting with people and expanding my network. And I'm having so much fun really getting clear on my mission, my vision and expressing that through social media. Like truly, truly, like it's see that little my sequel that is making me feel so happy. It was not like that in January. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I'm like, but I know that. I need to have fun if I'm going to be successful with any business because social media is the storefront, right? So if you've got a nasty storefront, nobody's going to go in. And I know that I'm someone that has a lot to offer the world. And so I was like, I better get with the program. But it wasn't out of obligation. It wasn't like, well, I got to do this. It was like, okay, how can I get myself to be a hell yes? And that was a process. So I'm so happy to have revisited this topic of if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I'm inviting you to look at your life and see what are some things that just need to like, just like fall off. And what are some things that you need to find ways to enliven, to bring back that oomph. And that's that. Hey, I wanted to tell you before we sign off, that I have introduced a few options to work with me one-on-one. So one of them, and the spots open in October because I am full for September, but one-on-one coaching for three months. I'll put the links below, but message me for details because it is a very, um, I'm, I'm never looking to just collect your money, right? It has to be the right fit. And then I'm also, this is really exciting. It's going to be group coaching mastermind for business in voice memo. So voice messaging, I've been a part, a participant in that. And I've had such a great experience that I decided to do that. Um, And finally, I'm offering one week of individual coaching in Voxer, also voice messaging And again, I've tried all these different options as a participant and I have loved it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and extend those boxer packages. And with my one-on-ones, and it's very, very few. um, And so I want to make sure that if that is something that you want to do, I also want to make sure that it's something that we want to do together and that it's a good fit for both of us. And then I can help you, right? Because sometimes it's just not the right fit. And I would tell you like, "Mm, sounds like you need this, or you would be better served if you had that. All right. So I will put all the links below. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And as always, I will see you in the magnetic portal community. And then also if you have not left a review yet, I would love for you to do so because they really, really do help.
Okay, I'll see you next time. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.